Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tom Ray's Art Podcast. I'm Tom. On today's show, I meet a musician that lives here in town. And much like last week, uh, where there was an interesting story about how I came to know about this person, a similar thing happened with this person. And it was because of YouTube. It was because of a random suggestion on YouTube. And not even about this person. It was a video where the person was talking about a subject I was interested in and then mentioned a person in Madison who did this subject, which was a cassette recording, uh, creating a cassette tape label. So he's a musician. He's also an artist. He did the album artwork for a lot of the stuff. He's, uh, he, he draws and makes other artwork. He creates a lot of stuff is what it amounts to. And he's done videos, vlogs, things like that. And, uh, he, uh, has a lo-fi style of music that he puts out and I wanted to meet him. So we did. And we had a conversation and uh, it was really fun talking. And so here's the interview starting right now. I'm Jason Lambeth and uh, uh, I make stuff. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, I, have a, I, have a, I have a day job that keeps me pretty busy uh, as a early childhood um, educator. And, then, and I'm a and I'm a dad, and so those are my full time jobs. And then when I'm not doing those, I I make a lot of music and I make a lot of make some art as well. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. And <laughs> actually, okay, so this is the funny thing. I discovered the art after I discovered the music, and I want to tell you the story of how I discovered the music. Even though you live okay. here in town where I am, you live in Madison, and I'm surprised. Yep. I mean, I probably have heard of you, but wasn't aware what the name was or something like that. Like you've probably played a show somewhere and I saw it or somebody shared a post or things like that. But this is how I found out about you. Okay. So you watch YouTube or I watch YouTube and occasionally you do things like, cause I make music as well. So I research like, how do I promote this or how do I do this and that? And then YouTube goes, Hey, so you're going to like all these other things about like making music or putting stuff online or recording music. Right. And it suggested a channel called other record labels. And the guy said, okay. making your own cassettes. So I'm watching it going, okay, that'd be interesting. I used to make cassettes and we used to, back when Sleepless Night Studios was here in town, we used to actually produce cassettes over there. He had a maker, a dubbing thing and the yeah, print and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I'm watching it. And the guy goes, I just had a conversation with a guy who has his own tape label in Madison, Jason. And then <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, there's a dude that does that. And then I looked it up and that's how I found you. So yeah. <laughs> it was a YouTube I, suggestion. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, Scott from other record labels was very kind, um, and we, we sort of discovered each other um, through Reddit, I think, okay. at some point. And and he had me on his uh, podcast about about make about record labels, really sort of early on. Um, see, I, I kind of I played music for a long time, and then I I quit. I kind of quit everything. Um, you know, pretty soon after having a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was, I mean, not not like super soon but it just sort of trailed off like you know there was there's um no real desire to stay out um locally at like at mickey's you know until two o'clock in the morning on a thursday right. night playing you know they're just uh, that just sort of trailed off for me and um my my drummer my, my friend elsa that plays drums with me uh she moved away um at the time hmm. i think pretty soon after to to go to grad school so it's like it's just sort of the stars aligned for me to take a break and and um but then i came i came back to it um you know after kind of setting up this business with my wife of uh taking care of kiddos and uh 
and like and and now we have two kids and so after after some life experience <laughs> about four or five years i came i came back to it and slowly started making music again and uh with the intent to just kind of put it up anonymously on Bandcamp or something okay um, but then the more you do that like the more myself i i thought well i want to release you know i want to put something physical out and mm-hmm. um you know, CDs are easy, but they just didn't seem as interesting as cassettes. I mean, vinyl would be a dream, but right. it's very expensive and uh, it takes a very long time to produce. Well, are um, you making the cassettes yourself or are you have, having them done somewhere? Um, I've done a mix. There okay. are a couple of companies. Uh, there's one in uh, Springfield, Missouri um, called National Audio Company that I've used. And then also you can buy buy them in bulk and... And I've got, you know, four or five old uh, uh, cassette recorders, like pretty big cassette okay. recorders. That I, and I just dub them real time. I don't have a duplicator like you were talking about with okay. a uh, friend. Um, but so, yeah, so I, I did that. Um, I kind of, well, I, I thought I want to put a label name on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started a label um, kind of incidentally, like uh, it's called Painted Blonde. Um, just at first, just to put my own stuff on it, just to have a label on it. Cause I feel like, oh, maybe people will take this a little bit more seriously if there's a label on it, okay. label name on it. Um, but then, uh, and at around the same time, my friend Elsa coincidentally moves back to town and she had been working on music. So we put out one of her, uh, releases and on cassette and, uh, and through Bandcamp. Um, and then, you know, sl- you know, slowly I just, I don't, I, I, I'm not sure at this point like, how many releases are on the label, um, but I did put out a few more releases uh, and then COVID hit and that just sort of, yeah, <laughs> sort of ruined the momentum. Uh, and, uh, and like I've said, I got two kids and we kept them home for a very long time um, to kind of keep them out of harm's way with that. And so the first thing to go is the, the tape label. Just, I just didn't have time for it. Oh, so you're not uh, doing the tape label anymore. No, I just sort of put it on the back burner. Okay. Um, yeah. Were you releasing yeah, like, other people's work on the tape label or was it just yours? Yeah, I did a handful of other other folks. Uh, just uh, people that I met mainly through Instagram and YouTube. It's kind of crazy. Really? Uh, yeah. Did you reach yeah, out to would, them or would they reach out to you? Like, how did these interactions happen? Um, both, really. Um, you know, I had uh, I, I developed a, a really great friendship with um, a gentleman, Mike Parrish. Um, we've collaborated a lot, like over the last couple of years. He has a YouTube channel uh, called 424 Recording, which was sort of all centered around, originally kind of all centered around recording on a four track mm-hmm. tape machine. Um, and so, because I, because I kind of got back into this, I, you know, I had a box of these old four track tapes from, the early 2000s and and i wanted to go through and see what was on them so i i was able to find a four track on ebay and bought that and then i started looking up on youtube how did, how did this thing work again right and, uh, and i so i discovered him and you know he's got this really cool community around his uh around his channel and um and we became friends i ended up putting out one of his albums and then oh yeah at, at some point and i and i've designed some artwork for him as well like quite a bit of art uh since since we've become friends yeah um yeah and then there was uh, there's another uh musician that 
you know, I found I found through some sort of cassette tag on Instagram, I think. And, okay. And he just uh, um, made really great. And he still makes really great music, but sort of in line with um, what what I'm into, which is kind of a pretty lo-fi indie rock type stuff. Yeah. And uh, so he was he was my last release. Um, like we, I think we released it april 2020 just like right as everything was yeah. going nuts like you know it's just like i don't know it was like i don't know back when all we thought we had these... to do was wash our hands <laughs> i know it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna drop these in the mail like these cassettes in the mail to people and i hope that they get to you because i don't know what the post office is doing at the you know yeah and luckily everything worked out but um that's... But yeah, pretty soon after that, I was just like, this is, it's too much. Like I can't, right. you know, like teach my kids and, uh, be, you know, at the time we're still like bleaching grocery right. <laughs> groceries or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was kind of nuts. So, um, I, I just, yeah, I've just sort of stepped back from it and, and just continue to make my own music and, uh, and work on art whenever I can. How long have you been making music? Like, when did you, what, like, what was the first band if you were ever in a band that you, that you did? My first band, um, I started when I was about 20 or 21. Oh, you started I, that late. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like super late. To Wait, did you even know how to play an instrument or like you started playing no, an instrument? Really? No. I didn't even, I didn't even start. I, I, I was a huge REM fan in high school. So okay. I thought like, I didn't really need to play an instrument. I could just sing, but I didn't know how to sing. Um, right. so it was pretty awful. Um, but I convinced, <laughs> and, and I, I grew up, uh, in a small town in Oklahoma outside of Tulsa. So, uh, yeah, it was, you know, my first year in college, I convinced a few friends, uh, that like they, I, I, I don't know, they must've just had raw talent cause they picked it up pretty quickly. Okay. Um, like none of us, none of us could play anything. And, uh, and I convinced them that, you know, they could play guitar or bass or whatever right. and I could sing and, and we just immediately started writing songs and it was, I mean, it's awful, but, uh, that was sort of the gateway. I, I don't know. I just always, you know, I always loved listening to music, uh, while I was making the art and, mm -hmm. um, and I was always sort of inspired by musicians and, and, you know, like I would take from like lyrics or songs, you know, for titles, for artwork, whenever I was younger. Um, so it just, at some point it dawned on me, you know, I finally listened to what these people were talking about in interviews that anybody could do it and, and tried it. And, but I, you know, I, for me, it took 15, 20 years to, right. <laughs> to really, I'm surprised you started so late to tell you the truth. That's, that, that's interesting. And also the fact that you play several different instruments now, uh, I mean, you record most of your own stuff, right? All the instruments and everything yeah. yourself. So, yep. Yep. That's one of those things where it's like, damn it, you just hopped on and got going. That's nice. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it was it was slow going for many, many years. But yeah, so yeah, so I played. We did this little band for a little bit, and then you know, we were kids and we moved off. and And I played keyboards actually in a in a band in Oklahoma for a few years before okay. I moved to Madison. All right. Why Why and did then, you move to Madison? Um, an, an ex relationship. Okay. Me here. All right, and uh, and I loved Madison, and at the at the time, whenever we split, um, I was working at a coffee shop, and I just loved. I was, I was enjoying life in Madison, so there was 
It, there's not many reasons to go back to Oklahoma other than family. Okay. And is the weather better? The weather better here? <laughs> no, well, there. You know, oh, there. Um, you know, I, I don't like the heat so much, so really, I can, yeah, okay. I can handle, I can handle this, uh, these freezing temperatures that we're experiencing now. All right. Well, I disagree, <laughs> but that's fine. It's <laughs> the reason I ask. It's like one degree well, outside like, right now and I'm not liking it. Yeah, I mean, it's like June, July through September. It's just a hundred degrees every oh, day. I love there. It, though. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> I, and it's you're all not, yours. You're not the only person that disagrees with me. People tell me that all the time and I'm like, I love that. I wish it was that way year round. I do like fall though. Anyway, this isn't a conversation about weather. So, <laughs> so you started doing, now you were doing these bands and then when did you start just making your own music and putting out or why actually, I should say, why did you just start doing it yourself? Um, you know, I just, I've always, I don't know, just tinkered and, and made stuff. Like I was constantly, you know, writing stuff and, uh, the band I was in, in Oklahoma, we had, we were like a six piece band and I wasn't the primary songwriter. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I would contribute kind of ideas like to start off a song or something here and there, but I would, uh, yeah, I just, I wasn't the primary songwriter. So I had my little four track and I just started, you know, writing songs on, on it. Um, and then, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, no other reason than just exploring it, you know, exploring music. And, um, and that just kind of led to me just like always, always doing that other than that five year period where I took a break. Um, you know, I ended up in Madison and I was just sort of tinkering in my, in my apartments or in my basements. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't till probably 2009, 2010 or so where I started booking some shows at, the coffee shop that I was working at, like I was booking other bands where the other bands found out that I was making music. Okay. <laughs> and so that, that kind of like brought me out of, out of the house to play shows for the first time in a long time. What would you say? This, you said the style of your music, you would say lo-fi. Now I, I've always thought like stuff I do is lo-fi and everything, but I finally looked it up the other day. Cause I realized I was just kind of assuming what that, what that meant and it actually just yeah. means recording method, like home recording, like any kind of music could really be lo-fi. Kind of like how I sure. discovered the other day that emo is technically just what the lyrics are, not necessarily what the music is. Even though there's a specific... Oh, really? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm wow, saying. I, I don't know so how I went down this rabbit hole the other day, but I was looking up those two terms because I keep hearing them and I keep thinking, like people were telling me the stuff I was doing is emo and I'm like, really? I don't think so. I know what emo is. And then I looked up the definition of it and it's really just emotionally based lyrics is the prime reason behind them. So like there are a lot of things that could be emo and also growing up and this is just a weird side tangent. Um, I always thought emo had something to do with emo Phillips. So I was very confused about the emo genre for a very long time. Oh, I don't know emo Phillips. Oh, he's a, he's uh, a really weird comedian. Uh, <laughs> he's and he's he's really weird, and in the sense that's why I thought it was called that because he's weird, and at the time the music was very off kilter and strange. Anyway, that's a weird side tangent; it has nothing to do with anything. Oh, cool. um, but anyway, so you were doing artwork for these albums as well, and that's something I always enjoy doing is uh, the fact that it's an excuse to go. I'm going to draw a thing for a thing, um, yeah. and you do, <laughs> and you do uh, like collage art for it. Now, have you always done collage art? Did you do it specifically for? the albums no, that you're putting out or like, how did you start sort of, doing collage stuff? 
it just sort of evolved over time. Um, okay. For a long time, I would use, you know, I, I would do drawings or I would do paintings for earlier releases. I had a different, like, name that I recorded under. It was uh, Elton Fun. Uh, it's a terrible, terrible <laughs> name, uh, which I, I'm glad I put to rest. But I think, it, yeah, over the years, I would do sort of paintings and drawings and then I and I always kind of was intrigued by collage, but yeah. it seemed like, um, I don't know. It seemed like it just, nobody took it seriously for a long time. I don't you know. Think so maybe that was, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I um, maybe it's just, I, I had a, I had a professor that in college that definitely didn't take it seriously. <laughs> so I, you know, that might've been like his stigma on it, but, um, yeah. And so I don't, at some point I started to sort of, um, bring it into it. But whenever I started doing the, I started doing red pants music in 2018. That's like the, the name that I record under now. And, um, and at the same time, I also started making art again. It was just kind of like, like, let me do all this at once. I don't know. It was crazy. Oh, so you had stopped but, uh, making art before that too. Yeah, pretty much. Other okay. Than, you know, drawing like, uh, robots and princesses and dinosaurs with the kids. Right. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't doing much. Um, That's still yeah, making art. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it I, I, no, it's I, subjective. I, I agree. It's uh that's that's just as hard as doing anything else. Um, harder for me, I think. <laughs> but uh, like, uh, yeah, I, 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 um, I don't know. Collage was just like I, I had these magazines saved up, you know, that I and I was really kind of which I would use a lot of times. I use those as references for drawings, but okay. Um, but then I, I yeah, I delved pretty deep into it whenever I got back into into making stuff. Part of it is like you know, it's it's quick. A lot of the times, um, and you think so? Having kids, I mean, sometimes. With, okay, it, it can be like with the I've I've done pretty minimal stuff, uh, which I like. I really dig that. I have a pro- I have two problems with it. I love collage, and I would love to do it. But whenever I do it, it either looks like I have no idea what I'm doing, or I just cut up a bunch of stuff and splattered it all over the page. Like it, <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason what I do. Yours is very minimalistic. You use uh, bright colors in the background. Like when I go to do that, I don't know where where I'm starting from. And you said you had a collection of magazines and stuff like how are you leafing through these and finding the ones that you want to use or coming up with stuff like do you set them aside or are you just off the cuff yeah uh, yeah i'll cut cut things out like i mean to the to my the sides of me where it's sort of my table here there's um i have some baskets just full of cutouts okay um, that i there's cutouts in there that i've had for years that i haven't found where you know where they go yet okay um but I mean, I could have a magazine for probably 10 years and go through it hundreds of times. And, you know, the first year I find something and I think that's awesome and then right. leave everything else. And then 10 years later, I come back and I find something completely new because, you know, my tastes have evolved and changed. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, but like, I, yeah, like where the collage thing came from, I think, yeah, like. I was kind of saying that um, that sometimes it can be kind of fast, you know. I can, whether instead of having a ton of acrylic paints out when you have little kids around. Oh have, yeah, uh, you know, like I have clippings and I and I have some glue and um, just keep the glue and exacto knife away from them and you're okay. Okay. <laughs> now, did you have any background in? Oh, you said you had a professor that didn't think collage was good. So, did you go to school for art? I guess is what I was getting at. I, 
I started to, yeah, I started to, I went for a couple of years, um, you know, and I guess studio arts or whatever was my major. I, 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 I didn't make it far enough to really get in, get into it. Cause I, I got into music and, and, uh, and I was like, well, I can work in a record store and I'll figure it out later. And I just never went back. <laughs> Did you work in a regular record store and figure oh, it out yeah, later? Yeah. I was working at a, well, I don't know if I ever figured anything out, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, that's 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 really all you want, isn't it? I mean, you don't want to be like famous and touring the world. It's like, can you get by and have some fun? <laughs> you know, right. and make what yeah, you want. Exactly. I mean, I yep. feel to yep. me that's the dream. To tell you the truth, yeah, I've got my my basement of uh, of junk, and I'm yeah, pretty happy. Yeah, and here's the, so you didn't go to school for music. You just picked it up at twenty, but you went to school for art. And I've I've actually had several conversations with musicians the same way about that. Whereas like music isn't what they study. I rarely find a musician that went to school for art or uh, school for music. For music. Yeah. Yeah. It's so strange. I I, I could see it just like sucking the fun out of it. Because I feel like (laughs) that's a good point, actually. (laughs) That sucked. I mean, like that, that was with, for art, for me, it was just like kind of tainted it for a while, I think, for me. Sort of a academic uh, world for art. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, were there collage much like the music that you put out? You said you had influences and were studying things like with collage. Is, is it just something that you started? You're like, this might be cool. Or were there actually people that influenced you or things that you saw where you're like, I'd like to try and make art like that. Yeah. I, I think, uh, pretty early on, I discovered like, um, there's a woman, Holly, I think it's Holly Chastain. Okay. Um, and she's pretty, I feel like she's a modern collagist and she does this sort of, she's done sort of minimalist stuff um, that I've done in the past. Like she was a pretty good influence on me early on. Um, another one is Anthony Zeninos, I believe. I think, I hope I'm pronouncing names right. Uh, but, uh, and he is like, he's fairly well known and does, does a lot of the I, I would say I uh, borrowed heavily from him in using construction paper and little people the, okay. uh, and the negative space, the use of like the one color and, uh, you know, one person in the negative space. Okay. Yeah. It, I, I would like to check that stuff out because like I said, I'd like to do it. I know nothing about it. I don't know where to start. So yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's an amazing, huge world to look through on Instagram. There's so many amazing people doing it now that I just can't even keep up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, those are a couple that I feel like 10 years ago when I was kind of looking at it and kind of getting into it and starting to buy magazines that I thought, Oh, they're cool. Okay. Yeah. And I've continued to follow them through the years. All right. And what are some things that you're looking to do in the future? Like with, uh, so you stop the tape label and uh, I'm, I'm assuming you might pick it up again. Like if things pick up or are you just kind of like done doing that? I'm also never say never. Like, that's true. You know, that's good. That's a good point. I, I think, yeah, I think uh, if the right kind of project comes along, that might pull me out of it. Um, but yeah, I, I had this whole thing where I wanted to make the album covers and, you know, I was really just kind of a control freak over it. And <laughs> having so artistic just, vision doesn't mean you're a control freak. <laughs> well, it's just a little, it, maybe it was unhealthy, you know, was, and, and also it's like, how many, how many good album covers can I make? You know, like um, before I make a crappy one was kind of a concern for me. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I was just like, okay, like, you know, uh, um, 
that's that was another good reason to kind of take a break so it's like oh, i don't want to mess anybody's art like album artwork up but okay yeah i mean it, it, it could happen again but so you're um, wait so you're, you're saying, saying you like, were making artwork for other people's albums oh yeah yeah so okay everybody, uh, everybody oh you're talking release oh i get what you're saying through the label yeah gotcha yeah so so yeah so it was kind of like a uh like a full package deal where i would you know make the cassettes and the and the artwork and everything for them yeah there's actually a, there's a guy that uh i had put uh one of our eps through he has a he runs a net label uh called block sonic and he does the same thing too like i originally i'm used to having to do our artwork and everything just because we self-publish yeah. or just put it on our website like we don't think twice about it and then we promote it that way and we went through him because he's a nice guy and i've talked to him before and a friend of mine knows him and he wanted to do an ep of ours and i sent him and i was like here's some ideas for the artwork and he's like no no, no i bought I do the artwork for the albums. He, not in a malicious way. He was just like, I yeah, didn't know. Yeah. And I was surprised. I was like, oh, sweet. I don't have to do any work. Kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. It's kind of nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's kind of, kind of interesting. He, he does his through uh, digital uh, downloads and then also through uh, CDs. He, he now has CD prints that he does, which I want to say it was something, this is a weird connection. And one of the reasons why I was like, hell yeah, we'll put it on there. Um, Chuck D somehow is the guy that runs the company. They manufacture the CDs through like, oh, wow. because yeah. the whole label started out as a group of guys that were on a public enemy forum and they all met and they would collaborate and send stems back and forth to each other and would make rap music and put it out. And then he created this label to release their stuff. And that's how he started it. And it's it's an interesting backstory. Even if I'm getting that wrong, it's still a neat story. Like there's (laughs) somewhere in there that is like there are pieces of the correct story if I'm missing bits of it. But I just thought that was fascinating. Anyway, so yeah, he did the artwork too. So that makes sense that you were making the artwork for the tapes. And then, uh, but but yeah, that's got a, I mean, how are you finding time to make music during all this while you were also putting out stuff on a tape label? Uh, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I was, I was, good answer. Yeah, because I mean, I, I definitely was doing. I I released an album in the in the middle of everything. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was pretty. I kind of spaced it out, and I by the by the end of the fall, um, I would sort of plan to take a break, you know, through the winter, and then start up again in the spring with releases. That was mm-hmm. kind of my that was my thought process. Is like, okay, I'll kind of do six months on the label. and um, okay. Six months off, kind of thing, or yeah, like makes eight sense. months, four months, or something. Um, but yeah, just just so I wasn't getting like crazy burned out or something, and that yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I made it work. It was kind of, <laughs> but uh, you know, like I, I will say, my you know, my kids were in school, and right? <laughs> that made okay, a huge difference, you know, and um, and yeah, so. They've, they've just now gone back to school and it's like, like I'm kind of coming out of the, out of the ground. Like, Whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> See me, I got that out of the way way early. Like when you were starting music in your twenties, I was already yeah. playing music and had a kid in my twenties. So it was one of those but, things where like I was able to, somehow I was able to, you know, kind of push through and go, I can do both because I had that energy. You had the the energy of the young man. Yeah. Right. And and it all made sense in my eyes. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I cannot imagine myself in my twenties with a child. And that's the hilarious part is most of the guys I know now or musicians that I work with now, 
um, they they had their kids like a few years back and now their kids are in like grade school or whatever. And, and they're talking about how tough it is. And I was like, all right, let's do a comparison about how tough it was me doing it in my twenties and playing shows every night, you showing up for a couple hours once a week, you know, it's, it's not the same thing. That's wild. It's wild. <laughs> but, um, now you also have a very active YouTube channel and, uh, put out a lot of videos, vlogs and stuff like that. Like, uh, is this all just part of the, like, do you just when you're writing the song, record the process? Like, how are you making these videos or coming up with the ideas as well? Um, I mean, I did in the past. I feel like that's sort of gone dormant as well. You think so? With the label. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, it kind of comes and goes, it seems like. <laughs> I mean, Nothing wrong with that. How, that's just how, how life is, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, with the influence of Mike from uh, 424 Recording I was talking about earlier, you know, he was just, he was, whenever I was starting to get back into this stuff, he was like, put, put up stuff on YouTube, like whatever. And, um, and when Elsa and I started to record an album in 2019, okay. I just decided to start documenting stuff on my phone. Yeah. And, um, and so I did, so that was whenever I started kind of doing a vlog. Um, I don't know. I get, I get kind of weird about talking on camera, you know, or doing voiceover stuff. Cause I, for a while I thought, Oh, it's kind of fun to document the process of making the art and talking over it or talking while making it. But that kind of, I don't know, takes me out of the process also, you know, if I'm yeah. sitting there and talking while I'm doing it. Um, so, yeah. So I don't know where the YouTube channel is going, but you know, I'll put, I'll definitely put music videos up there. It's kind of a nice place to have if you have like demos or something mm -hmm. or um, yeah, I, I kind of enjoy editing together little demo videos for songs and stuff like that. That was the um, other thing I was going to ask about too, is the, along with the vlog and all that, it's like, you're adding another process of like, now I have to edit the video, put it together, set up the voiceovers. How am I going to put this in there? What do I use? Yeah. Like, it's just like putting together a song and like, you know, doing the tracks that's, and like remove this, add this. That's so true. Yeah. 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 It's uh, a, uh, at this point I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did quite a bit with it and that's the thing. And like, you're still, I mean, there are a lot of videos on there. You did a lot. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to do the, the one a week thing for a little while. Uh -huh. And, uh, so, you know, do like little series of like playing live playing a, one song with a microphone in the backyard or something. Oh yeah. I, I saw know. that. I mean, you come up, come up with all these funny ideas, you know, well, what kind of things are you like hoping to do in the future? Like what are some, do, do you have ideas for projects or things that you have coming up or stuff you'd like to figure out that you plan to do? Like, even if it's something you're not working on, but you're like, I kind of want to do this. Like what, what are some well, ideas that you have? I mean, I do have a, an album coming out. Oh, uh, you do. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have, that is finished. It's been, it's been recorded over the past year or like last summer it was recorded. So that's coming out next month. Um, how did, how did that, you record it? Do you record on tape or are you doing digital as well? Um, I do digital as well. Okay. So I have a, I have a Mac, like MacBook from, I don't know, like 2010, 2011 that has this <laughs> okay. sort of ancient, ancient version of logic on it. Oh wow. Um, okay. And yeah, it's like, it's, it's, they did this thing where they put out, um, garage band and they had logic, but for a while they had this thing called logic express. This uh -huh. is like a student version. So I have the student version of Logic on my on this computer. All right. Um, so basically, Elsa and I, we get together, um, you know, since this past spring, like late spring, we've been able to play together again, you know, since uh, the vaccines rolled up. But, uh, and 
so we we get together at Madison Music Foundry, and I'll just bring my laptop oh, okay. and a and a couple microphones, and we'll like mic up her drums, and mic up my guitar, and basically try to get the the bare bones of the song recorded. Okay. Um, and and then I'll I'll bring it home and start overdubbing, and and this time I kind of passed the computer to her, and she overdubbed some stuff as well, uh, which is kind of new for us. That's how you're collaborating where you're not in the same room. You guys are just sharing the computer and the files. Yeah. Just because it's, uh, it's, it's an easier thing to do. Like for me to give her the computer and, and her to take it home and sing on top of it that way. Wait, is it know, like I'm a not... tower computer? Like you're handing her a no, big, no, okay. It's just, no, it's just a laptop. It's okay. Just a laptop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was trying to think I'm, back I'm to sure. 2010 and I'm like, I can't remember if they had good laptops back then or like, was it the, was uh, it the no, one it where it was, a, it was a TV screen and you it had the handle on it, no, whatever that really. one was. It's still, it's still, I mean, it's like they're, they're even, hef- they're a little heftier, but they, they feel like way stronger, okay. you know, than, than what you get today. Um, <laughs> but this thing, it's still like, it runs that program perfectly. Oh, and good. It runs iTunes perfectly. And that's all I use it for. And it's amazing. <laughs> Funny. And it's got and it's got a ton of ton of like RAM or whatever memory and stuff. Okay. I just had them loaded up whenever I bought it, so it still has a ton of space on it. Yeah, and it just runs really great. What are the rates at Madison Music Foundry? Um, I know that people um, have done that, but I've never asked that question before. Oh, it's like I think it's around fifty fifty five dollars for two and a half hours to just come in and uh, set up, and they've got drum set set up. And yeah, they PA have the mics and everything and all set yep. up. Okay. Yep. And, you know, and I, I, um, we do, uh, since it's winter, since we can't like, I feel kind of weird about scheduling something. And then, you know, if we have a freak snowstorm and we have to cancel or something. Oh yeah. Also, also my wife is a, is a doula and a midwife in training. So she gets called last minute. So we, uh, we've been doing some basement practices over here recently and, recording on four tracks just for fun i saw a couple of those that's why i also asked if you were doing it on tape or not because i know that you had done a few videos where you talked about uh it being four track and recording like that yeah 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 i like to i like to demo ideas on the four track and because it's uh you know you've only got the four tracks and right um it's kind of fun to solve problems (laughs) and just have like the limitations of, of that tape machine yeah yeah. I actually had been doing that with my phone because I realized that I could import the video. Like when I uh, download the video file from, cause it, I automatically back it up to Google photos and then I uh-huh. download it on my laptop and I can actually import that video into like audacity or something. And I can cut the part where I would like, you can just drag it into audacity and it will yeah. have, it will use it as just the audio file. And I, Oh, that's wild. I didn't know audacity had that yeah that's cool yeah so i do that so i can chop up like even though i'll record for like 20 minutes on my phone i can just cut out the part that i want and then bring it in so that's nice yeah that's uh technology is amazing i know and i actually learned (laughs) that from somebody else i talked to i was like duh that makes like when you hear it you're like oh yeah (laughs) why wouldn't you just be able to drag the mp4 file in because mp4 is also an audio file so i I, like i've I just only edited videos on iMovie. That's all I have on my on my computer oh, right really? now. Oh, really? Yeah, I've definitely done the drag a movie in there, and then you can export the audio from there. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll throw it in GarageBand and stuff and clean it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I love uh, that. I love so that you're that's, that's using cool. the old technology, like from 2000, like that actually adds to the aesthetic of what you do. Like going like, <laughs> I'm going to use the, even, even the digital stuff I'm doing is going to be kind of like 
a throwback to some other stuff. And I love that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I would love to get my hands on like a camcorder or something, but I don't, I've, I've also got enough junk that I probably shouldn't. Yeah. (laughs) I know a guy recently who actually just started using it as his uh, camcorder, as his main like video camera that he, yeah. And he records (laughs) the stuff in there. Cause he does these, uh, he does these things that are supposed to be like, uh, throwbacks to like, uh, drive-in movie, like B horror things. And he does a podcast like that. And he does uh drawing goths, a, um, video series and he wanted it to look like it was an old video like something that you had dubbed and put in there so he actually figured out a way to use an old video camera to do that and i thought that was kind of neat so it is possible is what i'm getting at <laughs> to do yeah stuff that I, I believe it it's just yeah yeah oh man and then yeah. so you have this new album coming out what's it called um it's called uh when we were dancing okay how many songs are going to be on yeah. it uh nine songs okay and are, yeah. so are you, even though you're not doing the tape label, are you going to be putting a tape version of it out? A tape version is coming out, but it's coming out on a different label. Um, oh, really? So, yeah. So a friend of mine runs a, another tape label. I guess he's technically, he's like a record label. Now he's got actual vinyl out. Um, uh, somebody that I, that I met through Instagram a couple of years ago doing the tapes. Uh, but his, the record label is called Paisley shirt. Okay. Um, records and they're in san francisco and um and i was kind of you know i was kind of telling him and uh i don't know an email exchange or something that i probably wasn't going to be doing my label for a while and and you know he just kind of threw out that that i could have a home on you know i could put something out on his label whenever i was ready and so i said okay i'll do it nice (laughs) for sure well, that worked yeah. out great. <laughs> I know. I know. Super lucky. Yeah. I swear yeah. every conversation I have with people, it's like, and then it just happened. I love that. I know. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I and believe it. So along with the album, what other things do you have coming up or uh, are there projects you'd like to mention that uh, people could keep an eye out for or something you have done that you'd like to mention that we haven't talked about? Um, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm just taking it day by day at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably just continue recording a lot of stuff <laughs> like uh, throughout the next as you have been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, Elsa and I already have a ton of songs ready to go for the next for the next album. Oh, great! So, yeah, so we're gonna just start recording probably again uh, anytime, I guess, in the next probably in the spring or something. We'll start recording again. Well, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today. I'm glad we got the chance to meet finally. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. 